SMQBs. This is episode 112, NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, all ongoing, tight series everywhere, lots to talk about. But what dominates the NFL draft? It's always the NFL. Help us figure out which team is going to screw this up the biggest. That's the question on everyone's mind. We've got a punchable face, a lasso, and some buzzer beaters. Check us out. Leave us five stars. Thanks for listening. Enjoy. And from the people, climb up on the booth. Hanging from the people on the people. My head's the roof. Dancing on the ceiling on the people. I got people on the Dancing on the people. I got people. SMQB's episode 112. Milk, did the Rays set a record for something this weekend? They did. Thanks for noticing, guys. Sure. What was the record they set? Most consecutive games to start the season with a home run. 22 as of yesterday. Didn't realize that was a thing. And I thought it was know? going to be low, lowest attendance for a winning team. Oh, Yikes. Wow. So uh, here's the question, though, for you, you fuckers. So whoa. what's the all-time record for the most games, straight games with a home run, and by who? So not to start a season at any point in the season. I'm going to say we're getting I, close. By which team? Right? Which team and how many games and when? I think it's like 26. Won. 25 or 26. Anybody? Who's it by, Milk? <sighs> Cleveland? I don't know. I'm going to say the Yankees, and then I, I don't know. 26. How about the A's when the A's when McGuire and Kinsenko were on the team? That's a good, good guess. Not right, but a good guess. I'm going to go <laughs> with uh, I'm going to go with the San Francisco Giants, 26. Okay, also probably a good guess, but the all-time record is 31 straight games of the home run. By the 2019 New York Yankees. Oh, what? Yankees. Why wow. did you do this? Why did you do this? Wow. What? They either wow. struck out or struck out or hit a home run, I guess. And and by the way, this is also surprising. To me, it was. The Rays are one of 17 teams to hit a home run in 22 straight games. Yeah. Wow. So you're belittling the record, is what you're doing. Oh, kind of a kind of one of seventeen. I mean, he's like, it's one of like half the fucking. It's not like you're going to have a fucking parade for that. Listen, by the way, you should you should you go back to the last game of last season. You had a home run too, so you're getting there. All right, I like that. You get no. You are you are setting yourself up to be this year's New York Mets. You know that, right? Oh my god, it's going to be so awesome. Here, look, the Rays start a series with the Astros tonight. We'll we'll know the real deal or not. No more of this. They don't play anybody. That's a decent measure. It's a decent measure. Yeah, I think so. That's true. I would, I would say so. That's true. We'll they need to cool them off. We got to move are hot off. Now. Of, we got to move off of baseball, though. That we got a lot going on. A lot to talk about. We got some playoffs. Uh, the NBA playoffs are hot and heavy. Um, guys getting punched in the dick and everything. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on in the NBA playoffs? Who wants to start us? How's you got the 
the team with a sweep that's through to the next round. Why don't you kick us off a little bit here? Well, I don't have much to say because I'm waiting while the rest of you fuckers play around with your right. you know what. But uh, I'm I playing just, with lottery balls. That's all I'm playing with. So you know, yeah. we're just waiting yeah. to see where we're going to fall in the lottery. So that's when they um, when they yeah. when they had all this physical stuff, someone posted a video of uh, I don't know if I sent this around to you guys, but the, the, someone posted a video of what it was like when Jordan was in the playoffs and the Jordan rules and the Pistons destroying him. Like everybody just needs to stop their whining about all this stuff. It's it's intense. Like people are playing for a trophy. It gets physical. Like everybody just needs to stop their whining, mainly the referees, and just play playoff basketball. Yes, it's 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 getting crazy with with how physical and specifically in the groin, but you know, it's playoff basketball. Like what's the big deal? Why are we making such a fuss about all this? Because it's a because it's a one-way street right now um you can have a guy like dylan brooks acting like an ass and running his mouth no one's ever heard of him and pulling shit like that and then there are no repercussions if some guy did that to isaiah thomas back in the day isaiah would have run him through about three picks the first time lambeer would have decked the guy and the next time um uh, rick mahorn would have and if he if he didn't have a broken jaw by then he surely wouldn't be running his mouth about Isaiah Thomas anymore. You can't do that stuff anymore. So, I mean, Ron had two options with Dylan Brooks. Take the high road and ignore him, which I think was a good option. I mean, honestly, in 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 one year from now, I bet you four out of five of us don't remember Dylan Brooks's name because he's a nobody. Exactly. And in a couple of years after LeBron retires, he'll probably forget his name. The other thing he could have done was torched him with 40 points like Brooks was begging him to do. And he didn't quite do that, but he can and probably will maybe tonight. Who knows? I mean, what I exactly? Think, I think Dylan Brooks is a piece of shit. What yeah. exactly have the Memphis Grizzlies achieved so far? Nothing. Like, why are they acting like their shit does not stink? This team, because they haven't achieved anything yet. In I don't the know. Playoffs. But House, to your point, I mean, I I, th- I agree with you about the whining, but geez, aren't the referees, uh, you know, Terrible. aren't they the cause? I mean, it's been awful. I said, I said in a text, they're getting close to Major League Baseball umpire status at this point, wanting to take over and be the center of attention. I I say I say it to folks that I talk with sports all the time. I've probably said on this pod before. I think. A referee in every sport should be the equivalent of a wedding photographer. You don't even notice them. Like you just, you should not ever have the focal point of a game be a referee or an umpire. And the NBA refs have made themselves the focal point. And that is a big problem for the well, National the, Basketball the, Association. The NBA has done it too. They they got these cameras right there so that when they come over and review a play, there's a camera right in their face, and then they talk to the camera and explain. I mean, it, it's you know, it's they're being egged on a little bit. So bad, milk. Isn't there a? But there's a foul. If you wanted to, you could call a foul every single offensive series, correct? A humble, hundred percent. So why I don't understand why do you why do you guys get so mad about fouls all the time? It's like there's they're not calling seventy five percent of them generally. We just look for consistency. That's all we want. Well, I think the bigger thing is are the technicals, right? Like, you know, in the in the uh, Golden State 
uh, Kings game yesterday. Did you did you guys see the tech they called on uh, on pool? Yeah, or, ba- or basically throwing his hands up in the air on a he call. He waved his hand. That's all he, he did. He waved his hand. And they called a tech. That was a big moment in the game. I mean, it's it's the it's not the foul calling. I mean, you're you're right. You can you could call a foul, not call a foul every every possession, but the referees calling these flagrant twos, these technicals, throwing guys out of the game, giving you know gi- giving technicals. I mean, that's the part that's frustrating. You know that 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 is frustrating. But my gripe with the NBA playoffs and just the NBA game overall. Yes, there is incredible shot making, but my God, it's like it's a three point basket or bust. It's it's it feels like every single one of these games are being decided by who's shooting the best from three point range. And if you're shooting well from three point range, you win the game. And if not, you lose the game. That's how these teams are winning. And, you know, the Knicks are hitting key threes. The the Sixers were hitting key threes. Golden State has won both its games behind the arc. I just I I know how they won last year. It's how they won last year. And I, you know, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I just, it's how they changed the NBA. And yes, a a three is exciting, gets the crowd into it. But I just feel like there's, there's not that much great shot making outside of dunks, layups, and three point shots. Are you suggesting there's a conspiracy in the NBA to make it more exciting and it's coming (laughs) down from the top to call more fouls? I'm just saying, I, I, I don't know how to fix this, Is but it time to back up the three point line. That's not a bad idea. Interesting. <laughs> well, we should back up the restrictive circle. Line. Hey, this is uh, this is how we live. This is like this in every sport, by the way. Like in football, it's all offensive, offense now, offense, passing, bombs, da da da. Same thing. There's a, there's a pendulum effect too. Like if I think, for example, the Knicks pulled out their game against the Cavs, uh, game four. By R.J. Barrett driving to the hoop and making some key layups. We came out in the second half, and basically um, our two best players were playing one on five every time they touched the ball, and everybody was standing around looking. Finally, R.J. Barrett decided to drive the ball to the rack. And I think in the in the Celtics-Hawks game, even though the Hawks have never really been in the series, the only time they've been in any of the games is when they get into the paint and hit floaters. Um, so there's still some pretty decent interior game going on. Bison, I have a question for you because I, I didn't really get it. I mean, I was watching the game, but what's what's your beef with Kevin Durant? Like, why do you hate him so much? <laughs> I don't know. I just hate Durant. I just I just find him annoying. I don't I don't. You know, I didn't like the way he went to Golden State to get his titles, and then he forced his way into Brooklyn, and that was a shit show. And I, I don't know. I just don't like Durant. Fuck Durant. <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> wow, I like his game. You don't, you don't like him either, Pope, right? I don't know. I mean, he's a mercenary. He doesn't stand for anything. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. He might as well. If he was a golfer, he'd be a lift player. Ah, for sure. He stands for being excellent at his craft. I like him. I like KD. I like KD too. I, I I don't know. It's a shame. It's a shame that these NBA playoffs are being marred by injuries. Hopefully, Embiid's yeah, okay. But I mean, the Giannis, Giannis? Thing, the Giannis thing could send the Heat into the Eastern semis. I really think 
that uh, the Clippers Sun series is is different if Kawhi is healthy. Um, I, I just I think these playoffs have been mightily affected by these injuries and and by the way, if the heat well, if the heat go into the semis, they'll be shorthanded. Oh yeah, because, I mean down hero, hero the depots out. Yeah, I mean so. Yeah, the, the injuries are got to be a major story, right? How 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 can Milwaukee not overcome? I know I get Giannis is you know MVP guy, but still, come on, they they they're the number one seed. They should be able to dispatch an injury uh, laden Heat team, right? Well, He's if good. they can't because Giannis is injured, then truly he is an MVP. Yeah, because the yeah. the rest of the really the rest of the really good teams in the league can beat mediocre teams without their superstar. Well, you might also be seeing that of all the players in the NBA, Jimmy Butler might be the guy who really is two different players, regular season, Jimmy Butler and playoff Jimmy right. Butler. And I don't know if that's, if that's because he mails it in during the regular season, or if it's just something that turns it up for him in the playoffs. But uh, he, that guy, you know, every year you got to worry about the heat just because of him in the playoffs. Well, well, let me say on that score that I complained for 82 games about why the hell did we sign this guy, P.J. Tucker? Like, what the hell is this guy? He scored zero points night after night, barely any rebounds. And apparently he was just conserving it all for the playoffs. The guy is an animal. He gets he gets rebounds. He makes threes. It It is like Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. He's been doing that for 30 years. It's crazy. Now I get it. They signed him just for the 16 games, hopefully 16 games in the playoffs. He is so, so good in the playoffs. It's crazy. And if the Heat don't advance, that could be one of the major missing pieces that they don't have anymore. So 16 16 games, you think you guys are going to sweep your way through to the title? No, I'm saying you have to win 16 to win the whole thing. You You have to win. Whoever wins the title has to win 16 games. Right. That's correct. And, you know, yeah. I'll tell you, if if your role players, if like two of them start playing as well as one has taken turns playing in the last several games, you're going to be pretty damn good. You know, if you can get Maxie and Harris playing their best together in one game, that's going to look good. You guys well, know that anybody named Toby is clutch. What, what What's the story on Embiid? What, what, where, are, where do we stand with Embiid's injury? I think it's a head fake. I mean, I I really think that if they had to play the next game, they would. I mean, a sprained knee. If Embiid has played through so, have you read the MRI results or something? I I didn't read the MRI results. (laughs) I I I don't. But I just feel like I think Doc is playing around a little bit, and I think we haven't heard anything to suggest from Embiid that he's in the mud. And I, I just I think given the time to heal, have a few extra days. Uh, do I, do I think, by the way, the one benefit to Embiid sitting in that game is that Paul Reed is a bona fide backup center now in the NBA. And I think what, what, what that means is that you could further reduce Embiid's minutes and let Paul Reed play a few extra minutes against what presumptively will be the Celtics. And that's okay. Embiid is no Kawhi Leonard. He'll play a little hard. What are you well, honest? I'm surprised this back thing must be pretty bad. I'm really surprised yeah. Giannis didn't play the last. It's hard game. to it's hard to play through a bad back, but lots of people play with a sore knee. Do we know is he out for the next game? He's playing. Giannis is playing. Okay, he is playing. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah they announced it today. 
So they're down 2-1. They're playing in Miami. They need to win that game to make it a 2-3 with home court. Which I'd be is very what, surprised if they don't. Very. I'd be I'd be really shocked if the Heat pull this off. Which which is exactly what Sacramento has now. They have, even though they lost, you know, they a buzzer beater, they had a chance. Uh they've got home court two out of three against the Warriors. Who do you like? I like the Kings. I I, I mean, I I know the Warriors had the playoff experience and everything, but I, I Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins are not last year's Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. And so I think it's really been the Stefan sometimes clay show. And I just, I don't think it's enough. I really think De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk and Sabonis, they're really, really impressive. I am very impressed by this Kings team. I'm glad that we're finally getting a chance to watch them. Yeah. It's so been fun watching Nick, them. Knicks, Heat, or Lakers, what are you guys most surprised by? Knicks, Heat, or Lakers. Well, it's hard to ever say that you're surprised by LeBron in anything. Right. So I and I I guess I in a way, I thought Cleveland was better than this. I am I am very surprised how this Knicks team is gelling as a team and playing team basketball. Um I would say of all those three, because because what you guys said with Jimmy playing in the playoffs, which is to be expected, I think I think the Knicks are a pleasant surprise this playoffs. Yeah, I'm. I I thought the Cavs were a really strong team, very balanced, and um, the Knicks' young guys are coming on strong. I mean, I like the Knicks better when quickly is acting as the point guard and Brunson's touching the ball less. Um, they they benched Randall the whole second half last night and played Obi and did just fine. So I, I the Knicks are coming on getting better by the game. And for some reason, the Cavs seem to be regressing. What's wrong with Spider? What is wrong with Mitchell? I don't know, man. And and they've got these twin towers who were pretty dominant during the season, at least defensively. And last night they were kind of just taking a back seat to the rest of the team. We could have an old school playoff Knicks versus Heat matchup, huh? That'd be awesome. Yeah. Man. Those are some battles. Milk, are you riding a fucking pony? Are you or on something? a treadmill? What's, what are you doing there? It looks like you're riding a pony. There's a guy doing painting at my house where right near my production zone. And he's decided <laughs> to start blaring music right in the middle of a damn show. Let's he, make he let's like really make sure we promo. He looks him. like he's actually painting your production zone and it's making yeah. you a little jumpy. Let, let's let's <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna get really thicker. Our YouTube subscribers are going to yes. get dizzy trying to watch. Yeah, yeah. You have to promote yeah. YouTube hardcore. This Does week. this guy not know I got a show going on right now? Jeez. <laughs> so do you think you by, need like, to have a sign that says recording in progress? Yeah. Recording so, in progress, Milk. Hey, so by the what, time so we... what about Memphis? We haven't talked about them. They're, they're healthy again. Are, are they going to be able to come uh, back? Do they have Adams no. back? They're not. They're not healthy. Nah, well, they got Jaw back. back. Yeah, they're 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 toast. Really? Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't like Memphis either. I don't know. Game four in L.A. Memphis has to win. Yeah. Can't go down three one. If, if the Lakers win, who do they play? Winner the Kings Warriors. Ooh. Battle mm-hmm. mm-hmm. of AD's, California. AD is going to de- carry them to the to the win. 
I got to yeah, tell you, I mean, you got Lakers you know, going to the Western uh, Finals series. Rooster? No, I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna win game game four against the Grizzlies behind AD. Okay. You know, Toby, you said it. You said you can't, you know, be surprised by LeBron. But Rooster, I think you you hit the nail on the head there with AD. I mean, he looked like. I guess it was two days ago. It wasn't yesterday. It was it was two days ago? He looked like the best player on the court, bar none. In that yeah, it's game. every other game. Every other right. game with him. Well, that's that's the problem, right? But but when he is a force, I mean, he is the best player out there. And LeBron can score twenty five points and doesn't have to to you know torch uh, Brooks for for forty. Uh, that's that's the big unknown is which AD shows up every night. Boy, he looked like the guy that everybody thought he was going to be when he was with New Orleans and uh, and then traded to the Lakers the, the last game. That's for sure. And again, I just repeating from last week's pod, because um, we haven't said a word about them. I know they lost a, a, a whatever, a game which they almost pulled off a, a big late game comeback, but the Nuggets are also team basketball. I, I don't, I don't think anyone's going to touch them out West. I, I really don't. I think they are so, so impressive, so balanced. Uh, as much as I hate that Jokic steals the hardware from Embiid, when the guys at the top of the perimeter controlling the ball, like a point center, it's crazy. His vision on the court is so so good. He spaces the floor so well for that team. And healthy Murray and Jokic, I can't see anyone beating them in the West. I'll be surprised if anyone does. Wow, Suns Nuggets will be a good series because I don't think that would Nuggets be awesome. Tested. That would be awesome. And and as Rooster says, it, are the Suns able to come together? You know, for a playoff run. I mean, they're starting to look like it. Maybe. Yeah. Chris Paul actually oh. had a little life in the last game. Yeah, it was. Uh, I think I said it was like watching two thousand seven basketball. Right? It was. Uh, it was Chris Paul and uh, who else was I watching that that was dominating? I can't remember now who it was, but there was KD and Booker. Yes. Look, yeah, Nerd Arami yesterday was adamant. He said, "You guys don't give enough credit to the Suns." So, we, I think we all picked the Suns to come out when the trade happened. We all picked. Yeah, the tell Suns. them to listen a little more carefully. Me? Yeah, he told nerd. me he's watched like one game this year. By the way, seriously, right. nerd, how much more respect can we give you? I mean, how many? Listen, you've got KD and Chris Paul and Hayden and Book. like, what, and Booker. Like, what do you need from us? Come on, nerd. I mean, I come on, man. Don't get into the World Wrestling Federation comments. <laughs> All right. Well, by the time by the time we get to record next week, these series, the series, uh, the first round should almost be over. I'm guessing, right? I mean. It's going to go on a, another month, isn't it? So I think we, all games should be over Sunday, back. right? That that well, would make first sense. Round games, but who yeah. knows? Who knows? All right. So now the, on, now uh, the late breaking news is that De- Deontay Murray on the Hawks, you know, the other star player besides Trey Young, made contact with an official, and so because of that, he's suspended game five. Like. They just need to get off their high horse. They're taking stars out of game. And the Celtics, I think it was over anyway. It's but over it anyway. Over. It was. But, you know, this is just stupid. Wow. That's exactly what you want. Take your stars off the court in the playoffs. Perfect. Smart. 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 
Hey, uh, let's transition to the uh, the milk segment of the show. How about the Maple Leafs? Back that our listeners, well, if you're on our YouTube, you can see it, but they have all these jackasses that put, I hate this, <laughs> not Nylander motherfucker. Excuse my language. <laughs> I have a problem with them. Um, and they've all made their background him. Other than House, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, we've got a battle on our hands. If you want to watch like really fun, exciting hockey and tune in to some brawls on the ice, tune in tonight because there's going to be blood on that ice uh, after last week or or after Saturday. Um, yeah, I I I'm not feeling that confident, uh, but I will say this. Lightning have been here before. They were here. This happens every year. We count them out. They were down three games to two last year, came back one, two in a row. Um, I, I really, I know they lost Saturday, but they played a great game. I mean, they, they outshot Toronto 39 to 27. I think it was like 15 to eight in the, in the third period alone. Somehow those assholes found a way to win that game. Um, I think there was some, to your point about refs, there's there was a shitty call. Whatever, it's debatable on whether that whether he should have called the whistle um, on that on Pointer's third third goal or or yeah, whenever that was. But it's a uh, it's intense, man. I don't I don't know. It's going to be a very exciting series. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see the Lightning win three of the next four and take it. Wow. Yeah. Or uh, this is the end of the dynasty, one of the two. Is this the changing of the guard? I don't know. I don't I don't know. Again, I mean, I we've I they've been here before. They've been down, like, oh, it's over, like last year. And then they find a way to win. Um, so I'm not counting them out. And they they absolutely outplayed them. And you know, you put a Pull the goalie, put a six guy on the ice, and whatever. I mean, you got to put some defenders in front of the goalie, or that's going to happen every single time. That was horrible, but I don't know. I, I I could see, I could totally see them winning tonight and going on a nice little run. We'll see how injuries, you know, with Headman and Point and all these guys. We'll see what what happens, but um, they're playing good hockey. You know, they've each had one terrible game apiece. Lightning have had two really good games. Um, you you, you got to give the Leafs a little bit of credit, though, right? No, I give um, them credit. Zero. You have, to, you have to give them credit after the egg they laid in game one at home. To come out then in game two. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then, that point? What What's he holding? This is... Did he? Is Unbelievable! He having, is he ha- having a little problem down Look, in his, his uh, hey, groin? I get no credit to that team. They are dirty as shit. Okay, dirty. You haven't uh, seen dirty. They're, oh wow! They are go. so oh, dirty. I don't know. No. They are so dirty. They're Come so on, dirty. man. You're better than this, Mel. No, 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 no. That We're gonna have to have Moose Jaw on to that report that. Is a dirty team. They guy Riley, whatever he went. Totally went for points head. You saw him raise his, his arms. 
uh, into the glass. I, I, it's hockey for crying out loud. Point went down. Point went down on his knee, five yards from the right board, and then he meters. Then he meters. brought his arms up. He brought his arms up to take his head out. What do you want to? What are you spending so so much time about these? Why are we spending so much time about these teams that neither of them are going to be in the Stanley Cup? Right, right. just like a true because the changing of the guard is just losing to Boston, right? I don't know. Boston uh, is it Bergeron who's hurt? They they haven't been playing very well without him. They're very mediocre so far. They're five hundred in the playoffs right now. Like Mill, you know you're done, right? You know you know the dynasty is over, right? I'm not willing to go there yet. Wow. Oh, that's gonna it's gonna make it hurt that much more. Tough. Let me ask you a question for so you. Hard. Let me ask you a question, Milk. I mean, you know, you, you've already had to usher your kids through the end of the Tampa Bay Bucks dynasty and into uh Baker Mayfield land. I appreciate you calling that dynasty that three years. Well, I, I whatever, but how are you preparing them for the end of the lightning, too? I mean, do do they understand hmm. how do they understand that understand. their best sports years are behind them? No, that that's it. <laughs> At age five, <laughs> they're not even in double digit ages yet. Oh, right? no, even I'm digit. sad. My father oh. doesn't know anything other than yeah, you play hockey and then you get the Stanley Cup at the end. That's what happens, right? <laughs> that's uh, he doesn't know. That's oh, right. My my that's little right. friend Preston, don't do that. Right. Right. He's gonna have he's gonna have a rough <laughs> life ahead of him. I mean, geez, <sighs> peak. You peak the best sports moments. I mean, even Tampa. The I mean, even the the Rays. Right. I mean, we've already talked about how the Rays are going to flame out. Oh, this is sad. You're right. Look, we should, we should if you guys had this. to pick a team right now, who has more pressure on them, Toronto or Tampa? Toronto. Toronto. Fucking lutely. That let's yeah, see because they folded last year because they're perennial losers. They folded. They're, now yeah, they've got now. They're, they're, oh God, we got to win. Now we have to win. They're already thinking about how they might choke. Absolutely. All right. I'm well, not, let's I'm talk not. about some of these other series, right? I mean, look, like like we said, it doesn't really matter because Boston's coming out of there, right? I mean, no. Yeah, yeah I think I, I think Bergeron's helped get back playing. So yes, All right. I mean, I think it isn't Carolina steamrolling three one three to one the island. Yeah, yeah the Islanders Islanders are not yeah. good this year. Yeah, yeah. I watched somehow. I I I fell asleep and I woke up and I watched the end of that uh, Oilers Kings game last night. Yeah, crazy in overtime. Now that's a really great series. That uh, yeah. that is a surprisingly great series. I think the Oilers were expected to kind of cakewalk it. They were down three nothing in the first period last night, and the Oilers came back to win in overtime to tie that series up two two. The Kings are gamers. That I mean, I don't know. I I wish Moose could comment on that one, but that that seems like that's going seven and is a great series. How about the yeah. second year expansion team Kraken? Yeah, given the Avalanche, the defending Stanley Cup champions, all they can have. That's that's been fun to watch. Hockey. Yeah, this fun. is hockey, right? This is playoff hockey. You know, it doesn't matter. The records don't matter. It's just it really is. Probably the most exciting playoff uh, sport to watch. Oh, it's a different sport. Easily. It's a different sport than the regular season. Absolutely, yeah. there, there, there is no difference in any other franchise, uh, sports franchise than hockey, as far as playoffs and regular season. Playoffs, totally different animal. 
the yeah. the East is very exciting. And the I mean, if you you gotta assume Carolina and Boston are moving on, and whoever it is, if it's Tampa or Toronto, um and and I think the Rangers are gonna take out the doubles. Um I mean those four teams, that's gonna be a hell of a series right there. And I don't, I don't even recognize well, you know, the teams on the other side. We haven't even haven't even mentioned the Stars and Wild series, which is two two great series. Uh, tense overtime, you know, in the first game, Dallas played better but lost. Uh, they got they got two out of three in Dallas uh, to move on. I think we like that. Now, just to be clear, though, Pope, you are a Bruins hockey fan, right? right. <laughs> we're not really sure. No, he's, he's, he's waiting on the winner of the Leafs uh, Lightning series to tell you who his team is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, playoff Pope is all stars. All right. Oh, what about non-playoff Pope? Is, hey, doesn't really pay attention to the hockey in the regular season. <laughs> Her- <laughs> Hurricanes uh, are in Raleigh, UNC. There's a connection. They right. weren't there when I lived there. Okay. Yeah. How one, about that? One thing I feel like I haven't heard about so far, at least in the first round this year in the playoffs, unless you guys tell me I'm wrong, but I haven't really heard that a goalie is standing on their head and there's like a whole bunch of shutouts. And because, you know, that's what yeah. Moose was saying that you ride the yeah. goalie for, for the playoffs. You're right. It's all about the goaltending. I'm not, I'm not seeing a goalie that's standing out yet. Maybe we're not there yeah. yet. You can argue Ottinger for Dallas is starting to play really well. He had a great game for just to get it back, back to where they're going. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's no outstanding goalie quite yet. That's because the caps aren't in the playoffs. Ah, I see. I mean, every year the caps ran into the hot goalie and then they'd lose in the first round and that goalie would go on and be on fire the whole playoffs. No, it was never a caps goalie. It was always who we were playing. And then they would, and then they'd knock us out in the first round and you'd hear about that goalie the whole time. So you're right. I mean, you're right. I haven't heard about it either. There's no lights out. Like what the heck is going on here? So and Milk Vazzy is no longer the greatest goal in the universe, right? Really? Come on. <laughs> Come on. Come on, man. Milk holding on strong. He's not letting go. He's not. This is going to be ugly. This is going to be really sad. If they, yeah. I'm willing to say the dynasty is over if they lose by two two or more goals tonight. Ooh. Ooh. Well, you know what okay. I'm rooting for tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Do not be surprised if they come out, play an unbelievable game, and uh, lose. How how long into the game until there's there's a fight? I mean, I I think I think first minute, first minute. Somebody, yeah. What what time? Might even be before the first puck drops. Oh, gloves are getting dropped tonight on the ice. (laughs) It might be right off the bat. What time does game start? Seven thirty Eastern. Oh God, it's so late. That's it's gonna early. be like a Hanson Brothers movie. I'm gonna need a cup of coffee. God. By the way, as as we um as we segue out of hockey, this will be stale news by the time our listeners hear it. But at least for us guys, pretty interesting development in the NBA that the Rockets just hired Ime Udoka. Mm. Wow. Hmm. wow! 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 So uh, I guess Nick. Nurse we were thinking Nurse was going the Rockets. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting. So where does Nurse go then? He waits for the best available. I the season. Agree. 
waits for the best available. Everyone will want them. Some would I say kid should probably go and nurse would be a better fit. I would say kid should never have been hired. Yeah, interesting. All right. Anything else on hockey? Nope. The bolts. All right. Uh, hey, the NFL is behind baseball, still the number one game in town. And so uh, even in the uh, offseason, we got to talk NFL draft. It's upon us. Uh, Rooster, you're the master of the mock of the, uh, of the fantasy draft. So why don't you kick us off here with the first uh, number of picks? This is officially crazy week. The week where yeah. GMs, uh, uh, some lose their minds and abandon months and months and months of scouting and start listening to all the, the podcasters and, and sports writers out there who follow the NFL too closely. And every year they need to pick one guy and drag him through the mud. And this year that guy is CJ Stroud. And wow. so for what, what, what was set for months as a sure bet, Bryce Young, CJ Stroud going one, one, two, one, two, either one, either position. Now, all of a sudden, CJ Stroud may drop like a lead balloon. Who knows? Um, it's crazy. I'll tell you what's crazy about it. I, I understand what they're basing this on is this, is this uh, S2 cognitive test. If you look at last year's statistics, uh, CJ Stroud threw 41 touchdown passes against six interceptions. And uh, Bryce Young had 32 touchdown passes and five interceptions. CJ Stroud, um, his quarterback rating was 125. Young's was 114.9. And Levis and Richardson don't even come close statistically to either of those guys. So the idea that people are jumping <laughs> Will Levis and Anthony Richardson up above C.J. Stroud right now just blows my mind. It just does. I don't get it. Um, so anyway, you want to talk about the, the the draft order now? But wait, before but, but hold on. Your, yeah, I mean, you you make a great point, but year after year, there's a quarterback who makes you question what are the stats all about like one of your favorite guys justin herbert right like his stats were okay he was pretty good at oregon but he wasn't like the same as the top level guys you could say the same thing as josh allen i think what people are seeing in the will levis and the anthony richardson is are they going yeah yeah now you know for every josh allen and you know, you got what's his face that was from BYU is, you know, the the exactly. ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Wilson, Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. It's, Ryan Leaf. It's 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 such a crapshoot. Biggest but, bust. But, but but I ask you guys every time, like, when <laughs> is the last time there's been a good Ohio State quarterback drafted? Never. Justin Fields. Justin Fields. Arch okay. leader. Yeah. Fields, Fields, maybe, maybe he might get that. Justin Fields, would you rather have Justin Fields on your team right now or Mac Jones? 
Probably Fields. Fields. Probably Justin Fields. Absolutely Fields. No, no, no. He's been the one. And that just happened last year. And yeah, he broke out in games of the year. So we'll see. Not enough. I'll tell you the better, the better argument against Stroud would be the guys in the last two years of his career in college, he's thrown to Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave, Marvin Harrison Jr., and Jackson Smith and Jobby. I mean, one of us could probably have a, a 80% quarterback rating thrown to those guys. Against Purdue and Northwestern. Yeah. Yeah. Rutgers. But still, uh, but still my, 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 my real point was these GMs ran him through after all the scouting ran him through, you know, pro days and, and everything else. And, the, and they're like, this guy can make every throw. He's his reads are fantastic. He reads quickly. Um, you know, the, the parts of that cognitive test that are actually important for a quarterback. He did okay on They, they thought he hit all the, all the metrics and now they're in a bunch of are, are panicking. And I understand the Texans, everybody's new there now. So you can, you know, you're terrified to make a big mistake with a quarterback at number two. If you draft an Ohio state quarterback, and he fails, you should get fired. You will. You should get fired. You will. Right? Yeah. Well, but, but, thing- but if you but if you miss on him and you take some defensive tackle and your quarterback sucks for the next four years, then what? And Stroud's good. It's yeah. it, I, I love the way you introduce You're gonna get fired. I just love the way Rooster introduced this thing that it's it's so true that they've been watching months and months and months of tape and it's just all out the window because now it's about the pressure game. It's it's like the talking heads and the it's it is so much pressure that defies everything. You got to stick in in with those blinders on and stick to your tape. And if you if you the, like Stroud on tape, stick with them. The best GMs. Are, you know, in my opinion, are like guys like Howie and and the new GM for the Giants shown where it, it's like they're going to they have a strategy. They have a philosophy. They decide what's what they're going to take if it's available and they stick to it. They're not reacting to what Mel Kuyper is screaming on the night of the draft or anything like that. They just can't. You can't do it that way or you're going to go crazy. What the hell is Mel Kuyper? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Rooster, tell what beyond uh, 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 what's his name? Stroud. I don't even remember his name. I've already blocked him out. Uh, well, Bryce Young. Everybody. No one's changed their <laughs> prognostication that the Panthers moved up to take Bryce Young, and they're. I think they're going to do that. I th- I'm. Pr- I think that the Texans are so spooked right now that they're going to take Will Anderson at the edge and then throw the whole top of the draft into disarray because everybody thought it would be Stroud. Agreed. Um, I don't think they're taking a quarterback. Yeah, not, I don't not think there. so. They, they, might get them, not, they might get one later. Yeah. Because they got the 12th um, pick. They have the 12th pick too, yeah. Yeah. And then, the, then all of a sudden the cards are up at number three and the Colts are sitting pretty at four because the Colts don't have to do a damn thing to get either Stroud or Will Levis or Richardson at that point. They're guaranteed to get whoever the, whoever they think is the best of those three. If that happens, unless somebody jumps up 
and takes the Cardinals spot at three because the Cardinals are not taking a quarterback. So either the Cardinals stay put and take Anthony Richardson. I mean, uh, um, some other edge guy or some huge defensive talent, which I don't think they'll do. They can get too much out of this. I think a team like the Titans is going to have to jump up to three or maybe the Raiders. Who knows? But then it'll be fascinating to see who goes off the board at that point. Is it, is it, is Stroud going to keep dropping? Does he drop to the Colts? Um, there are people out there saying Stroud's the fourth quarterback taken at this. Point. Yep. Not top five. Crazy. I think that would be crazy, but you, you could see a draft where Bryce Young one, Willie Anderson two to the Texans and then Levis or, or Richardson to a team like the Titans who come up and trade with the Cardinals. And then the Colts take one of the two not drafted or Stroud at four, which is better than they ever dreamt they, a position they'd be in a month ago. I mean, everyone's like, the Colts have to move up. The Colts have to move up. They don't have to do anything now. Then you get the, then you get Seattle at five. Um, my God, Seattle, last year I texted you guys, five of their draft picks started for them last year. They have a ton of draft picks this year. And and their first pick at, at um, <clears throat> five could be C.J. Stroud. It could be Jalen Carter. They're gonna, Seattle's going to have a good draft, I think, no matter what. Then you have, what do you have next? The Lions. Again, the Lions are going to get a, either a top-notch cornerback or if Jalen Carter falls to them, another stud defensive lineman to go with Hutchinson. The Lions will be much improved. Number seven, the Raiders. I, it's it's hard to say that whether the Raiders just say, okay, Jimmy G's our guy. We're going to hold Pat for a while. If they do that, I think they get a really good defensive player like Witherspoon at cornerback, which they desperately need in that division with all the high-powered quarterbacks and receivers, or they jump up for uh, a quarterback. And then at eight, Falcons are going to get somebody good too. They're just really want, they, they desperately need a linebacker and it's a weak linebacker class, but Nolan Smith from Georgia would be the guy they would take if, if, if he was available. So do you think that at number three, you pretty much have it locked in in your pick that the Cardinals are not staying there. They're trading. I think so. And do you think with the Colts that if the Colts have both CJ Stroud and Will Levis available to them, who do they take? That's a mystery to me. I, I don't know who they will take. I would, if I were them, I would take Stroud. Um, I'm, Lots of people are t- are saying they'll take Levis based on on potential, and you know the funny thing is about this whole potential thing is one of his one of Levis's weaknesses is he still doesn't read defense as well on the fly. C.J. Stroud does, but this campaign to smear him has has people believing that he's you know cognitively. Uh, impaired or something. It's just it, def- it defies logic if you watch how he how he runs a runs a game and reads defenses during a game. Well, I mean, 
<clears throat> yeah, no. I mean, I think it was the what did Bryce, Bryce Young got like a ninety-eight on it? And yeah, yeah, Trout got like an eighteen, like a sixteen, like a nineteen, yeah, yeah, something like. Well, that, it right? just feels like those are. It feels like Levis is. It, those are going to swap, right? Either Stroud's going to the Texans and Levis is going to the Colts, or vice versa. I think they both stay there and take quarterbacks. You know who also scored really well on that test? Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, and yeah, Matt and oh, Mac Jones. Mac Jones. I mean, so what? Yeah. No, I look. I think. I think he's still going to go top four. I think Rooster's right though about the Texans. I mean, I, a lot of folks say that the number one talent in the entire draft is Will Anderson, and if that's right, and you're there too, and you get the best player, if you're going the best player available, and a guy that's going to be uh, an anchor for your defense for five to ten years. Like why not? You cannot go wrong there. I, I right, and it's the Texans. It's not such a bad. It's not such a bad move because they're going to be bad again next year. They have no matter to take what a they do. How can they not take a quarterback? Because next year they may get a better quarterback. Well, the guy from USC. That's if they tank again. But I think I think yeah. that I think getting in kind of into my into me uh, the number twelve pick they have, they can get a quarterback there, or they can possibly trade up if they think that you know one of the quarterbacks that they're interested in is going to slip a little or they could stay put and pit and take the best wide receiver available which they definitely should do if they pick stroud i i still think the texans are going to get a quarterback this draft right what i just mean, don't i just don't, i just don't think that they need a number you're you're going to use your second pick on a quarterback which means the cardinals probably stay right and take anderson if the if the Texans take a quarterback, yeah. Oh, if the two, Texans take yeah. a quarterback, Will Anderson. Yeah, then the Cardinals stay. Yeah, yeah. The Cardinals, I think, would stay and take Anderson. But I, I don't think the Texans are taking quarterback at two. Right. I, yeah, that's right. They, they'll take one at twelve. So who's who's got or, the ninth? Who's or got later. trade up or Is trade up? So right. yeah, I got. So you know, I'm not going to necessarily go down team by team like like Rooster did, but. Uh, you know the big questions are who slips into the nine to sixteen. That's my my uh, category. Who who potentially slips? Uh, do we believe Jalen Carter is going to get drafted before the ninth pick? Yes, yep. I mean certainly. If, Absol- if he's there at nine, the Bears Definitely. are going to grab him. So unless there's something new that comes out with Jalen in the next couple of days, you know, off the field, so to speak, I think. I think he's not going to be there. And we really haven't talked about Anthony Richardson because there's been some mocks I've seen that have him going, you know, in the five to five to 10 range. Um, do we think he's going to get drafted uh, in, in the nine to 16 or is he going to slip any further? I don't think Jalen Carter gets past um, the, the Lions at six. Well, I'm talking about Anthony Richardson. I know you. Well, you asked two questions. I answered okay. the first question. Objection. First. Right. Compound. <laughs> A- Anthony Richardson. I've, I've, I've. You're right. I've seen people. I've seen drafts where he's going as high as four. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't take him in the first round. Would you, Milk? In the first round, or like in the no, high I, of the first round? No, in the first. I'm sorry, in the top of the first round. I'd, 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 I, I, I take him low in the first round. I don't have any faith in him. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I understand his potential, and he's a. Beast. It is, you know, it's really unfortunate for a guy like that because the the pressure 
to win now if you take a quarterback like that is is just astronomical. I mean, the the days of uh, Troy Aikman being able to go one in fifteen and have a coaching staff stay around and have him be able to keep playing. I mean, those days are largely largely gone, don't you think? Nobody wants to take a chance on on Richardson in, in the first round and and have him miss and and or give him time to sit. You can't give a guy a first round pick time to sit and develop. Can't yeah, well, unless unless you're like the Titans at, and stay put at eleven and keep Tannehill, they could sit Richardson for another for a year if they did that. I think he needs it. Pope, but did you by any chance see this crazy scenario where the Bears trade Justin Fields and grab Richardson at nine? And 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 actually, there was some logic and some rationale to it on the next contract that you have to give to Fields and the cap hit and what it does to your future, especially if you're not going to be able to win now. Like if you 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 have to be really sure that Justin Fields is your guy right now. And if not, if you if you if you have any uncertainty about it, it's not the craziest thing in the world to stock the cupboard trade fields which you could probably get a haul for a nice little haul for and and grab richardson who's probably not a big drop off from him who would oh, be the trade partner for fields that would make me vomit I why think fields is so much better i mean he's he yeah is. you've seen we've already seen what fields can do and I've we haven't seen, even seen in college what richardson can do for. i think chicago's convinced fields is their guy for the next i think contract. so and you i mean <laughs> look at that improvement he made in two years, I mean, I I don't I mean, I've got you guys, if you guys didn't have him as your fantasy quarterbacks, you probably didn't follow him as much. But he was <laughs> off the charts. Like I was getting forty points a game. He was like four touchdowns rushing. I mean, I don't I look if, if Chicago with a, with a Swiss cheese offensive line and four receivers. Right. If Chicago stays in place and there's nothing funny going on i i've got them drafting uh an offensive tackle and paris johnson um from that's ohio state's probably the guy that, that they'll get at that that's at that smart him, yeah get him a lineman and go with fields yeah. yeah and then we get to ooh, the eagles oh boy and you know interesting scenarios i see half the mocks i see i got i got you with Bijan robinson coming off the board but I I know you don't think Howie's going to do that. So let's let's hear it. He will not do it. Whatever you guys, it we're since we're preserving these things for posterity. You tell me what you want me to do if we draft Bijan Robinson at ten, and I will do it. It is I not want you another tattoo. I want you to get a Bijan Robinson tattoo. <laughs> Why not? I'm the only. I'm like one of the only people on here that'll get tattoos. Thank you, Rooster. That's right. <laughs> Isn't that true? Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think I would seriously consider doing it, like just getting a little PR <laughs> because it's not happening. I actually think how he's trading down from ten. That's really yeah, I do too. I, I do too. With the, maybe with Tampa. Yeah, oh I, my maybe god! Tampa, that's maybe that Tampa jumps up and takes Will Levis. Actually, that was I'll discuss this. I have a ten trade with the Eagles with the Vikings. Well, I I think uh, there's a lot of talent that. I'm, I don't know, Pope, you've analyzed this, but I feel like there's a lot of talent between 10 and 16 that's very similar. There is. 
Okay, so then you, I think you could trade down and pick yes. up a later round pick that you don't have yet and still get the same player that you that you want. Well, I would what, be terrified if the Eagles wound up with Bijan. That would be horrible for the rest of the NFC East. I agree. That's why I'm afraid they're going to take him. Yeah, I know. Me too. I hope they don't. Right. I do not want them he, to take Bijan. There hasn't been a back come out like him since... Uh, uh, Saquon. When I ask He's you guys the, again, the legend, the legend himself, the legend. The now I wouldn't out? take him at Why? number two, but at ten. God. I would. And I and I asked you guys again, when is the last Super Bowl team that rode a running back to a title? Well, listen, when the Giants picked uh, Saquon at two, they were a re- rebuild. You are you're already a Super Bowl team. This is icing on the top of the cake if you take Bijan. Don't you need a, a a defensive back, a corner, a safety, or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Or a or an edge rusher. Uh, one one guy I've got you potentially out is uh, Luke Van Ness from Iowa, the edge rushing uh, defensive end. What do you think about him? A lot of people have that. I, he's very unpopular with the fans here who study it because they say he's a little undersized. Um, and I don't know. I'd be okay with it. I I, I still think they're. They're probably going to go with the guard. First of all, how he loves the trenches. If he keeps that pick at 10, I think he goes with Skaronsky from Northwestern. Or, uh, you know, if somehow, some way, Jalen Carter slips, which is not going to happen. Actually, if anything, if Howie were to trade up, it would be to get Carter. But I just, I don't, I, I see him trading down. All right. Well, then, you, then, you, got, then you got Roger. I feel like my. I feel like my Iowa guys have to be on the offensive side of the line. I don't know. I just I don't, yeah, I don't see the right. Iowa guys on the on the defensive right. line rushing up. That's right. That's, baby. Well, then yeah. you got a couple SEC guys. If you want tackles, you got Broderick Jones and Dar- uh, Darnell Wright. They potentially could go in that slot as well. House. Yep. Yep. What What about the kid? Uh, what's his name? Gonzalez. Christian um, Gonzalez. Yeah, how, we haven't talked about him yet. He seems to be the number one corner. Where do you have him going? I've I've got him on my board between nine and sixteen. I you know whoever yeah, is looking can, for secondary, uh, you have a, a board. Pick. <laughs> you have a board. Do you want? Do you really have a board? I love his board. I love his. Board. I think he has a board. He's got a board. I think he has a real board. All right, look, guys. Christmas is coming. We're going to get to the, the draft's going to be over before we finish this up if we don't get it moving here. Good point. Well, and so I, uh, I had it's analyzed a little bit different, but the, that was you know, a cue to move on to milk, yeah, wasn't it? The Jets and the Packers. <laughs> hang on, Jets and Packers. You know, they just swap picks. Yeah. So that's that's also going to shake up the uh, the second you know uh, phase of the draft. Um, and then I guess the big question is, uh, how far do some of the big names slip down into the areas where you have good teams where milk can analyze? So, what do you got, milk? Yeah. Milk. So, wait, wait. We missed the commander's pick. We need to get. I a pick think this there. is where we get a run on some wide receivers and offensive tackles. Obviously, the Bucks are in here, so we know that's a major need. Steelers at seventeen. Um, I think they have to go. They're committed to Pickett, right? Finally, so I think an offensive tackle is where they need to go. Um, maybe a. a, a Who's the guy? Jones. Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. They were Jones. Oh, that, no, that's Georgia. Broderick Jones. Broderick Jones is from Georgia. Yeah, yeah. I don't the know guy if he's Ohio State's going to be gone by then. 
Paris Johnson. Paris He'll be gone. Johnson. No, the other. There's another one. Dayward Jones, I think. Oh. Yeah. Um. Then you've got the Lions up again, right? I think you have to stay on defense. There's a. There's going to be some good defensive tackles. Um. There's. There's. They're talking about that Cansey guy from Pittsburgh. Um, Bucks desperately need an offensive tackle. I don't think Darnell Wright will be there, but if he is, I think that's an obvious choice. There's also talk about um, Osiris Torrance from Florida. Uh, they like the SEC. Uh, what, what, do you, what do you think about Osiris? Everybody seems to like him as maybe the best interior lineman. Love him. He's great. I, if he's there, I think that's a would be an awesome pick for for Florida. Um, I think Seahawks and Chargers. I think you might. You're gonna have so at this point. I think um, Zay Flowers from Boston College and I think Jordan Addison from USC are probably still there. Yep. I think the Chargers would love to get him, the uh, Addison, if he's available and keep him in LA. Um, so they might flip flop Flowers or Addison, uh, Seahawks, Chargers, um, Ravens. I think you still have to go for a wide receiver, right? Even with OBJ coming, they're they're pretty limited there. Um, so I don't know. I I think I I wouldn't be surprised if the Ravens go. Uh, for wide receiver, I think the Vikings are going to be the shock of this. I think they're going to trade down this pick. And I think the Kirk Cousins error is coming to an end on Thursday Ooh. night. Wow. Um, look for the Vikings to do a massive trade to pick up a quarterback. Wow. Justin Fields. Are you, or are we thinking, uh, um, what's his name from the Ravens? Ah. Lamar. 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 Something is going to go down. What about Lamar? Lamar to San Francisco for Trey Lance. Interesting. Interesting. Then they don't believe in Purdy. Well, Purdy's not going to be back anytime soon. Right. He may never be the same. Yeah. Milk, have you been We're, talking to the disciple? You got some inside scoop? I don't, but but I just I I'm seeing a lot of chatter about trading down for even Anthony Richardson. Who knows? Or leave us. Love us. No, um, we're the Vikings scheduled to pick right now? 23. 23. So they'd have to give up a lot to go down to like Philly or something like that. Milk, do you see a tight end going in any of the I slots the Jag- you're looking at? Yes, I think, I think the Jaguars are going to take a tight end at 24. If Kincaid is still available from Utah. I think he's the highest ranked tight end. Um, You know, you're talking about the end of Cousins and and picking up a quarterback. You don't think they're calling this now? (laughs) Nexting. Nexting. It's the risk of nexting, of drafting the the next quarterback when you have a a reliable uh, starter and you pick the next person to come in. Is it, I mean, at this point. Worked out well in Green Bay. Are you like. Does anybody think Kirk Cousins is going to win your Super Bowl? I mean, why stick with him? Because he's going to win you seven, eight, I mean, ten games? Yeah, but you have enough talent there right now. 
that you can't just trade him for a rookie or it has to be someone who's established quarterback. I mean, I think he's in the last year of his contract anyway, isn't he? They're right in the mix still. They're right in the mix. I guess. Yeah. Well, all right. House, take it away. Finish this off. The Giants take the best available wide receiver. I think they would love that to be Addison or Flowers, but it's probably going to be Jalen Hyatt or Quentin Johnson. I was going to say, what about Quentin Johnson? Yeah. I would love it to be Quentin Johnson. That would be good. He has really slipped. I think it's very possible. Rooster was right that he is slipping, but he'd be great value at 25. I think if I think I personally think the best receiver out of this draft is going to be Zay Flowers, and if the yeah. Giants can get him there, they will. But, but it's going to be one. But of he's those. a slot guy. That's that's the problem the Giants would have. I think Flowers is gone. He but. probably is gone. But they're taking a they're taking a wide receiver twenty five. Dallas, obviously, Jerry's got stars for Bijan Robinson. Bijan. If he's he somehow there, he's grabbed. But if he's not. There is one of three stud tight ends available at a position they have nothing right now. They would yep. love it if Kincaid slips there, but if not, Michael Meyer, Notre Dame. and A lot of mocks show him. Yeah, Michael Meyer for sure, and Darnell Washington, who's just a ridiculous athlete from Georgia. Um, there's going to be a run on tight ends in the back end of the first round of the draft, and I here, think Dow- Dallas gets one of them. And here, here's a name to think about for thursday night if 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 they say it drew sanders linebacker from arkansas jerry has a jerry oh boy big time jerry on drew thinks he can be the successor to uh vander esch and really help out um uh with the rush so uh just just i like that i like that a lot in fact i think that he may go next to the bills although i think the bills are not convinced that they have their backfield that they need. And I actually think the Bills take Jameer Gibbs running back from Alabama Love him. at 27. And I think that would be a great pick for the Bills. The Bengals take the other tight end that Dallas doesn't take. They need a tight end badly. Uh, that would help out Burrow a lot. The Saints are definitely taking an edge, probably Keon White from Georgia Tech. All right, so here's your big trade that's going to shock the world when the Eagles go at 30. While the Eagles would love to get Nolan Smith, who won't be there, while the Eagles would love to get safety Brian Branch from Alabama, who won't be there, but if either of them are there, they would grab them. But you've been hearing it across the weekend. The Tennessee Titans trade up to number 30 to select Hendon Hooker from the Tennessee Volunteers and trade the Eagles Derrick Henry. Oh, there it is. There it is. Derrick Henry and Derek, Derek, for Herndon Hooker, he's already like 30. Hendon Hooker is going at 30. Does he have a good knee left? What's that? He has one year left at 10.5 million. Herndon Hooker is, by the time his five year contract is up, he's going to be 37 years old. Uh, he's a he's a popular pick in Tennessee. Oh no way! No, no way. I like no it. way they I give like, up. Like no way it. they give up Derrick Henry it. for Herndon Hooker. Go with uh, it. I like fine, it. fine. So we'll uh, take so we'll take Brian Brissy, the defensive tackle, defensive lineman from Clemson. <laughs> we're probably get stuck with Brian Brissy, defensive lineman, and then the Chiefs 
will uh, finish out the draft. Uh, Reed also loves the trenches and he'll take Anton Harrison, the offensive tackle from Oklahoma. I want to tell all That's of our, pick. I want to take all of our listeners that the uh, SMQBs have watched a total of zero minutes of film. And yet we have just nailed this draft. Absolutely. I haven't heard the commanders yet. With the 16th pick in the NFL draft, the commanders select Josh Harris and Mitchell Rails, and nothing else fucking matters. As long as we sell the team and, and get rid of Dan Snyder, I don't even care if we miss the pick. I don't care if we miss the pick. The Washington commanders. Really, like, who are they going to pass? <laughs> who are they taking? You want somebody. Well, <laughs> actually, Hooker's one of the guys who's on the list of of who they like and who they way too high. Well, right they now. like they've been talking about a cornerback though a lot this yeah. preseason. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll they'll probably be in the in the secondary or on the offensive line. I, I really, I really think the offensive line is is a possibility too. But look, I I, I do want to just unwrap it up the NFL thing. I I do think there's one or two teams who can really you know really help themselves out more. Uh, with players than than the commanders getting a new owner. Um, the Lions, the Lions have the six and 18 pick and five of the first 81 picks, five of the first 81 picks. So look out for the Lions. Um, I, you know, I think the Panthers are up there, but I just don't trust that franchise to do anything right. Um, and the Texans, they have two and 12 we talked about. They've also got three more picks in the top 73. So, you know, this is this is how you build teams is with draft picks and, and having a bunch of them. Um, and I hate to say it, I really think the Eagles could do well in this yep. draft too. But look, they will, can we they were poised the thing? What the, the question I really want to know is what team do you guys think is gonna fuck this draft up so bad that their fans are gonna just be beside themselves by the end of the draft. Who's it going to be? Who is going to fuck this thing up royally? The Jets. Really? They always the Colt. I'm going to say the Colts. What Cowboys. about the Cleveland Browns? <laughs> I mean, yeah, Cleveland. Can the Browns ever do anything right? No. Where, 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 where do they pick? By the time they pick. Is... They, they even have a first rounder? They I mean, don't. I, who knows? Normally, we didn't normally, talk about them, so no. Normally, yeah, the, Seattle. Normally, the Raiders do something really stupid. So, so yes. I think what's likely to happen is at number seven, the Raiders take a quarterback that we're not even talking about, or something like that. <laughs> and we're like, what? Because, like, like we said, can you really rely on? Jimmy They'll take Jimmy? that guy from Tennessee. I yeah. mean, TCU. Or, or they take, or they take a tight end or something, right? Because yeah. they got to replace, uh, all the, all, or they'll wallet. take the guy, whoever was the fastest guy at the combine, who has stone hands. That's that's usually their mo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I look. I think watch. That's the most uh, interesting thing. I don't think that the the Browns have a pick until seventy four. Actually, exactly so they've already they've already crazy. fucked up the draft. But it's, that's perfect for them. Yeah, the exactly. Seahawks have the Seahawks pick at number five twenty and thirty seven. They're, they're, they well. they're slowly rebuilding this team. Yeah, yeah, that was in the yeah. toilet not too long ago. All right, um, so that's the NFL draft. Um, 
We just went through seven rounds ourselves of the draft, it seems like. Who's got a punchable face this week? Come on, man. I mean, I think we already did it. I think we just have yeah. to punch the refs. They're they're out of control. Um, I'd like to punch Braden Point, but Milk's gonna go. So what? Um, good luck. He can't. He, and he can't take a hit. He also can't take a hit, so don't do that. <laughs> Might hurt him. Thanks. Good luck. I'm good gonna, luck tonight, Milk. I want to. Well, you're gonna need it. I I got a question about about punch a punch. Uh. Does anybody think that the NFL should get punched for suspending the guys gambling? Mm, that's it's. I don't, I don't what happened? What do you mean they they bet at the wrong location? What happened? So James, you're not allowed Williams. to bet. You're not allowed to bet inside of your own facility on anything. Period. That's the rule. Jamison Williams did not bet on the NFL. He bet on no. college football. As he was leaving the facility, I think it just happened to be his, you know, phone, on his was, phone. I mean, yeah. that's just six games. That's crazy. That is especially, bullshit. Especially since the NFL is all over these DraftKings ads and everything else. Everything they thing they turn on. Now, the rules are the rules, though. And if you bet on the NFL and you're an NFL player, I mean, they, you saw what happened to uh, what's his name on the uh, who's that high draft pick wide receiver out of uh, Calvin Ridley, Calvin Ridley. Lost and that should have sent the that should have sent the yeah. message loud and clear. Don't be stupid. You can't bet well, on the NFL. By the way, th- those rules apply to everybody in the NFL, not just players, coaches, Correct. strength coaches, executives, you name it. Everybody, right, you right, cannot bet right. on the NFL, period. Here. But if you want to bet on curling and you happen to be walking out the front door of your NFL complex, you get suspended six games. That's kind of stupid. Stupid. Yeah. That's the only one I got. Anybody else got a punch to throw? Well, I'd like to punch my soccer team. Tottenham has uh, just taken it and thrown it into the ground even further. I mean, I it's not even worth really talking about here, but I think they're going to lose Harry Kane uh, by their stupidity uh during the season and um the the group that owns them uh has run has run the ship aground and uh it won't be the same it's hard to have three managers in the same year they just had another interim manager hired today yeah by the way i forgot to mention another stupid thing that cj stroud has done for himself in terms of getting picked but number two by the texans is he went out and hired the same agent that Deshaun Watson had. Oh, wow. Who, oh, whom wow. the Texans despise. Yikes. So I'm almost, I'm pretty confident they're not drafting CJ Stroud. Yikes. All right. Who's got a lasso? Barbecue Well, I think everybody knows the real world lasso is welcome to Wrexham. Yeah. Congrats to yeah, uh, Wrexham. Really cool story. Like yeah, everybody knows Rob McElhenney from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And so he was watching a Netflix show 
um, Sunderland Till I Die, which is like a documentary about a lower level English team. And he was like, oh, I have what that would be fun. And then Wrexham went in the tank during COVID and was almost going to shut down as a team. So he calls up Ryan Reynolds and they said, wouldn't it be fun to just with our throwaway money to buy a soccer team at like one of the lower leagues? They bought Wrexham for two and a half million. I love that. And, throwaway money. Uh, the money. Well, for them, it is. Yeah. For their, for I think two and a half million for Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney is pretty much throwaway money. And they, they, uh, they put Welcome to Wrexham on Hulu, which parlayed into being able to get a couple of pretty good players for that level. They came up just short in their first year last year uh, and didn't didn't make it. And then this year, with a couple games to play, they clinched it so they don't even have to worry about the playoff. They finished 34-8-3, and they finished uh, in what is called the National League, which is the fifth division. It almost doesn't even matter. It's not part of the English Football League. And they move up to the real English Football League, League 2, which is below League 1, which is below Championship, which is below EPL. But they're in the fourth division. It's there, you know, it's a small town in Wales. I think the way McElhenney and Reynolds handled it, like as not like Yankees make it all about us being humble and being about the town. It's a really cool story. And it was about a community celebrating something they'd been waiting 15 years to be promoted in the next division. It was a real life lasso. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Good one. Good one. So next year they have to get up to the next league and then the year after that, and then maybe the premier league in four years. That would be the goal that, that in the next three years, if they keep finishing either in the top of the league or in the promotion playoff, they could get up there. It wouldn't surprise me if they make it up to league one or championship. I think it'd be very tough to get to premier league, but you never know. I mean, it's, it's, there's been a couple story teams who have done it. All right. Buzzer beaters. Anybody who's got a buzzer beater? Tick tock. Tick tock. Uh, I just well, want to say the, the trade. N- the, the NBA needs to do something about goading uh, players, superstar players, into getting their way like out of a game. What what happened with Draymond? What happened with Joel Embiid? I know we talk about NBA, but it seems like these. Lower seated teams, the only way they have a chance of winning is to goading superstars into doing dumb things that either results in injury or suspension. And the NBA has got to look at that in the offseason. That's all I got. Breaking news, true buzzer beater. Duran Fox has a broken index finger. Whoa. They're hopeful he can play, but he's going to have to wear a protective uh, uh, prosthetic or whatever on it. So um, that's going to affect his shooting regardless. Oh. Wow, wow, wow. Whoa, that changes everything. It does, yeah. changes everything. Especially if All Clay right. keeps playing like he played last night. He's playing like he five years ago, Clay. Any, any other buzzer beaters? Screw nope. live. All right. Check it out. Check out the draft this week. Lots of playoffs in football.
The SMQBs are Brian Bandwagon Pope, who hails from Dallas, Texas, and has never met a first-place team that he didn't have a personal connection to. Michael Rooster Phelan, hailing from Richmond, and who roots for teams from New York, or is it Boston? I can't remember which it was. One or the other. Also, Patrick Milk Michler from Tampa Bay, and he is still massively in love with Tom Brady and will never get over his man crush on the GOAT. Toby House Milrod, a long-suffering sports fan, hailing from Philadelphia, whose Eagles team, mm, they're still looking for another quarterback. And I am Chris Bison-Nace, hailing from Washington, District of Champions. Thanks for listening.